Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year, unless it's a leap year, and then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th. Is that true? October 24th, yeah, 2012, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this from a Sully Baseball studio in Palo Alto, California, the birthplace of Oakland A's manager, Bob Melvin, and just down the 101 from AT&T Park, the home of the San Francisco Giants. Probably the darkest, one of the darkest moments in the history of the Giants came at the expense of the Angels when they were called the Anaheim Angels, and the Angels won their only their only World Series ever in their history. The only pennant they've ever won was in 2002. You had two wildcard teams, the Angels, who finished second to the A's, the same A's who were featured in the movie Moneyball, that A's team. And the Giants, people forget, were a wildcard team. The Arizona Diamondbacks won the division that year. They were the defending World Series champions. Uh, but we forget about that. You know, The Angels had a terrific team that year. They won 99 games, and the Giants were no slouch. And the Giants were up three games to two at a five-run lead in a potential clinching game six. And then the roof collapsed. Dusty Baker took out Russ Ortiz inexplicably, handed him the game ball inexplicably. <laughs> and uh, Scott Spezio hit the three-run homer. Darren Erstead hit a homer. Troy Glouse got the double. And next thing you know, the Angels took the lead in game six, and they forced a game seven they won four to one, and for a long time that looked like that was just going to haunt the Giants for a long, long time. Especially the next year when they lost a heartbreaking series to the to the Marlins. But the Angels, ah, they're such a strange team. They're such a strange team. They whether you call them the Los Angeles, they were originally called the Los Angeles Angels. Then they called them the California Angels, and, and, and frankly, that's still the name I like to refer to them. Then there were the Anaheim Angels. Then they became the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim in a strange deal, which I'm going to get to in just a minute. Um, they've, been, they've played uh, uh, since 1966. They have played in... The stadium that has gone by several different names, Anaheim Stadium, most of the time it's called Anaheim Stadium. For a while it was called Edison Field, uh, and then and today it's called Angels Stadium of Anaheim because, God forbid, you admit you're in Anaheim. You, you can't put that right up front. Um, I, I've, pointed, I've been to several games at Angels Stadium to see the California Angels play, and it's, an, it's okay. I mean, it's a stadium. It does the job. It, it's not great. Uh, and it was a, originally it was a state-of-the-art stadium when it was built in 1966. And now it's kind of dated. And it's gone through several transformations. They, they enclosed it when the Rams moved there in the 1980s. And when the Rams moved out, they, they knocked down the center field. Uh, and made it a baseball-only stadium again. The Disney, when they took over the team and gave them the worst uniforms in the history of the last uh, 25 years, the they put that rock Thunder Mountain Railroad formation in center field, 
which is just strange. Uh, and and you know, there's there's nothing about it that's memorable. It's diet sprite. Have you ever had a diet sprite? It's you know, I like a sprite. And maybe I have a sugar-free one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've never had anyone say, "Oh my God, I so want a diet sprite." No one thinks like that. No one, not, no one in the world thinks like that. And there's with good reason. It's just, eh, it's just there. It just exists. It's a place for the angels to play. And when it was built, or when it was opened in 1966, it was, it was how America was, it was where America was going. It's where we were psychologically as a nation, that it was basically, okay, we are heading to the suburbs. We're heading to the burbs. We've gone to the burbs, and, you know, that's all there is to it. Now, and you know, we're leaving the city, the sprawl of the city, and we're all living out here. This is the beginning of the cookie-cutter ballparks, the beginning of moving out of the inner city and into the remote regions. I mean, think about where the two stadiums are. For the Los Angeles teams, you had one is up on a mountain for the for the Dodgers, and the other is way the hell out in Anaheim, right by by Disneyland. And they were called the California Angels when they moved out there. They were originally the Los Angeles Angels, and they changed their name their final year playing at Dodger Stadium. They were called the California Angels, and they moved out because everyone knew it was kind of absurd to call them the Anaheim Angels because California kind of encompassed. They play all over. It's a great name, doesn't? California Angels is a has a great rhythm to it, and then uh, in '97 when the Disney took over, they changed the name to Anaheim, and obviously there was some agreement that they had to include Anaheim in the name of the team, so they became the Anaheim Angels, and that was 20 years ago that the California Angels ceased to exist, and they became the Anaheim Angels. And then when Artie Moreno took over the team, he didn't want to have his team named after a suburb in Orange County. He wanted to be a major market team, to be the Los Angeles Angels. And the city of Anaheim forced him to add of Anaheim on the team. So that's how we, the laborious Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, Angel Stadium of Anaheim. Now, to be fair... To Artie Moreno, a guy I have been critical of on this podcast, the Angels have drawn well, three million a year since he took over the team. Three million every year, so they they, they draw they 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 draw a crowd, and they've consistently had one of the highest uh, attendance in baseball, or certainly in the American League. You know, second or third almost every year. And he has spent money. You know, he's been over a hundred million dollar payroll every year since uh, what was it? Since two thousand four, say for one year, ninety five, uh, two thousand five. Oddly, a year they actually made it to the league championship series. And he's spent big time on players, not always wisely. Ten years for Albert Pujols is not wise. You know, the Josh Hamilton signing was not wise. But, you know, there was also, you know, they've had, uh, you know, several, you know, some teams 
some of those signs have worked. You know, Vladdy Guerrero worked for a while. Bartolo Colon worked. And, of course, the team brought in Mike Trout, who was inevitably going to be the greatest player in the history of this team. Now, the thing I want to bring up is this. They have this strange history. They've been to the playoffs a bunch of times. Only one pennant. Only have gotten out of the first round the one, two, three times. In 2002, in 2005, and in 2009. It was the only times they ever got they ever won playoff series. They've had two of the biggest heartbreaks in the history of postseason play. Uh, the 82, when they were so much better than the injured Milwaukee Brewers team, and, of course, the Donnie Moore-Dave Henderson game in 1986. They've had a lot of great players pass through there. A lot of Hall of Famers have passed through there. A lot of players have, have had some of their best seasons there. And yet, they don't strike you as a tradition-rich team, do they? You know, they, they should because of the, the great players and some of the great memories, but they really have been... Oh, I don't know, stuck as the sort of other team in Los Angeles. And even like they're not even in Los Angeles, they're kind of fake Los Angeles. People make fun of that. And remember, a 50 year old stadium. When you think about the oldest stadiums in baseball, you wouldn't think of a team like the Angels. Especially when you think of some of these teams whose roots go back to the 19th century. The Angels, even though they were formed in the early 60s, seem relatively new compared to the Pirates or the Phillies or the Cardinals or even the Red Sox, White Sox, or, or Yankees. And yet their stadium is relatively old. The only American League stadium that's older than Anaheim Stadium, which is what I'm calling it, is Fenway. The only two National League parks that are older are Wrigley and Dodger Stadium. So, you know, if you wrote a list of the most beloved stadiums in baseball, you are going to be hard-pressed to find anyone who would put the fourth oldest stadium on the list. And this is a, a, a sport where supposedly we have great fond memories of the instant flood of emotions that happen when you go to the ballpark and remember that this is where Honus Wagner, blah, 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 blah. Angels, fourth oldest stadium in baseball, second oldest in the American League. And there is nothing about it. Now, if you're a diehard Angel fan, and there are some, I've met some, I'm not crapping on your team. I've, I've been very open by me saying I, I don't, I'm not an Angels fan. I'm not. Uh, I, I tend to root against them. So if you're saying, oh, you're biased, you're biased, uh, perhaps I am a little bit because I'm not a fan of the team. But I acknowledge that they have a wonderful history. I acknowledge that they have the best player, my favorite player to watch in baseball, which is Mike Trout. And they play in a 50-year-old stadium that, uh, let's face it, who, whose heart beats strong? Unless you are a die-hard Angels fan, whose heart beats strong when they think of Anaheim Stadium? What emotion do you attach to this team that's had so many wonderful players who have changed their name 
three times after moving to the same damn stadium. They moved to, they started as the LA Angels, and they moved to Anaheim. They were the California Angels. Then they became Anaheim Angels, then LA Angels of Anaheim. They've changed the name of the team without changing where they played. You don't see other teams doing that whose very identity is that malleable and that flexible. You know, the, even the Florida Marlins become the Miami Marlins. They at least move to a new stadium. I guess you know, the, the Devil Rays turning into the Rays. But, you know, when we're comparing it to Florida teams, then we're not really doing something that is all that tradition-filled. And let's get down to something that is going to happen. It's absolutely going to happen. They're going to move out of that stadium. Now, I fervently believe that when Artie Moreno changed the name 12 years ago to the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, and remember, if you go by the rule of seven, that you don't really remember things in sports until you're around seven years old, there's 19-year-old kids in Orange County who their whole life the team has been called the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. I fervently believe that he did that, called them the Los Angeles Angels, wanted them to be called the Los Angeles Angels, so they could get the TV contracts so they can get a higher profile internationally and in terms of media, and they wound up signing a gigantic television contract. And they're making, a, they're, they're, they're making piles and piles of money. Lots of money's coming into baseball because TV revenue for baseball is sky high. I believe he's gonna, he wants this team to not play in Anaheim. I believe he wants this team to play in L.A. Now, a few years ago, I wrote a thing for Bleacher Report. This is before the, the building of a stadium was going to happen in Inglewood for, the, for a football team. I made the argument that the site for Dodger Stadium makes more sense for a football stadium. And downtown L.A. makes more sense for a baseball stadium. I, the Dodger Stadium, which is one of the most inconvenient stadiums to get to, I did a whole podcast about it, that you know, the reason why people show up late and leave early, it's impossible to get to your seat on time, even if you leave with lots of, lots of time to spare. It's impossible just because there's, there's no, it, it's, the, the roads to lead in there are always absolutely jam-packed. And it's, it's, it's a mess. It's an absolute damn mess. And you have to park, and then you walk over this hill and that hill and up this stairway and down that stairway. And then by the time you sit down, even if you get there with plenty of time, you know, it's the third inning. Meanwhile, you know, a downtown stadium, which would be closer to public transportation, closer to parking garages, things like that, would be more convenient to get to. You see, that's where the, the Lakers and the Kings and the Clippers play downtown. And the L.A. Sparks, they all play in the, in the Staples Center. And there was talk of tearing down the convention center and putting a football stadium there. Well, a baseball stadium's a lot smaller. You can still have another convention center right next to it. So I thought a baseball stadium would be a perfect thing to put the Dodgers in downtown L.A. and put the football stadium in Chavez Ravine. Well, we now know that the football stadium is going to be in Inglewood, but that spot is still there. 
Now, I don't know what the territorial rights are. I don't know if they've carved up Los Angeles the same way that they've, caused, they've carved up the San Francisco Bay Area between the Giants and the Oakland A's. But, ho but holy cats, that could be a spot where you have your angels downtown. Downtown LA, as opposed to in a parking lot across the street from Disneyland. Gee whiz, I wonder what Artie Moreno would rather have. I wonder what he would rather have. And the people of Anaheim, I mean, the, the, the city of Anaheim, while they certainly want a stadium, you know, I'm reading a, a, an Orange County Register article written by Andre uh, Mouchard uh, from this April, was talking about how, well, you know what, the, the mayor of uh, Anaheim, big-time Angels fan, doesn't want to build a new stadium for the Angels. And he said, Tate suggested the city could make between $150 million to $500 million by selling off the parking lot around Anaheim Stadium. And he wonders if the land under a raised Angel Stadium wouldn't fetch enough to totally revise his city's finances. Now, you know how a lot of uh, politicians don't want to see a, a team move under their watch because they think, oh, man, I'll never get reelected, never get reelected. Imagine if this guy said, yeah, get out of here. And then he brings in all this additional money to the city and new industry and new places to work and new places to live. God, he could run for governor. By doing that, by raising a middle finger to Major League Baseball and say, yeah, yeah, uh, about your stadium that sits empty except for about, you know, about 100 days a year if you count, you know, concerts and a couple other things that happen there. It's, it's not, most of the days, Anaheim Stadium sitting there empty with nothing going on there. And if he could tell them to skedaddle, 50-year-old stadium, all right, well, hey, it was great having you here. But you clearly have been, uh, clearly have been looking out the door since you changed your name to Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Yeah, thanks a lot. We appreciate it. Thanks for the 2002 World Series. That was fun. Thanks for Don Baylor. Thanks for Bobby Gritch. Thanks for Brian Downing. Thanks for Nolan Ryan. Thanks for Mike Trout. Thanks for Howie Kendrick. Thanks for the Spezio home run. Thanks for the people smacking uh, uh, Reggie Sanders on the head with a... Uh, Thunder stick while Garrett Anderson hit that double. Hey, thanks for the damn rally monkey. And thanks for, well, I was going to say the naked gun, but the naked gun was shot in L.A. It was not shot in Anaheim. You know, it's funny. You don't think of the Angels as that kind of team, as a team that's going to be on the move. But, yeah, why not them? Seriously. Anaheim could be better off. And the Angels could be better off. And let me ask you a question. What if, I don't know, they leave the area altogether? Would they move to, I'll see, but you know, they're not going to move to anywhere else. They're not going to move to Las Vegas. They're not going to move to Portland. They're not going to move to Charlotte. They're not going to move to Montreal. No, they're going to move to somewhere in L.A. There's enough interest in Los Angeles for two teams. You don't believe me? The Angels are going to draw. I mean, the, the Angels have already drawn over 2.3 million fans, and they suck. 
They drew 3 million fans in 2013. They stunk that year. You know, they've been to the playoffs once this decade, and yet they draw, and they have good TV revenue. So, yeah, there's plenty of interest. There's also a lot of room. There's places in L.A. You can put them in downtown. You can put them in Pasadena. You can find a place to build a ballpark that people would probably enjoy to see them. Hell, maybe even put them back on the site that used to be Wrigley Field nearby the L.A. Coliseum. Who knows? Maybe put them in West Hollywood. I don't know. They want out of Anaheim. And the fact of the matter is this. It's going to happen. It may happen in five years. It may happen in two. I don't know. But what I'm saying is the Angels in Anaheim, they've been there now for 50 years. It's a long time. That's half a century of angels there, and they're about to go. And I wonder when they inevitably leave, if anyone will look at that as a moment of tradition in baseball being lost. I don't know. I have a hard time thinking of a team that keeps changing their name and has fake rocks in center field as being riddled with tradition. But as I said... I'm not the biggest Angels fan in the world. But I do love me Mike Trout. And if you take the best player in baseball and plop him in a stadium in the middle of L.A., the middle of Hollywood glitz and everything like that, call me crazy, he might become more popular. So, Angels, if you want to see them in Anaheim, better go now. Because if a stadium, a relatively new stadium in Atlanta and Arlington, Texas, can be considered toast, just imagine what a 50-year-old stadium that a grand total of nobody feels nostalgic for will bring about. So go to MLBReports.com to see the up-to-date listings of who owns baseball. Go to SullyBaseball.com, like me on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram, I'm everywhere. The music is by who? By Ted Thacker. And it's also by Patrick Kaliski. This has been the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast, talking about the possible end of the Angels in Anaheim. And if anyone is offended by this, hey, what did I say that's wrong? And you can call me Sully.